Man, I don't know if you feel it, but the presence of God is in this house today. I wish somebody would just lift their hands right now. Somebody just lift their hands right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There's freedom in this house today. There's deliverance in this house today. And God is in this house today and he wants to do something in somebody's life. And I wish somebody would just respond to the presence of God that's in this house today. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's no one greater than Jesus. The matchless name of Jesus. Lord, have your way in this house, God. Have your way. I wish somebody would just lift their hands. I wish somebody would just praise him. I wish somebody would just call on his name right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You're worthy to be praised, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Victory has a name. And his name is Jesus. I don't know what you came in this house with today, but you don't have to leave the same way. You don't have to leave with the same spiritual bondage that you came in with. God is here today, and he wants to do something in your life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's all just lift our hands right now. Hallelujah. 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 You're worthy, Jesus. You're worthy, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you're a if this is your first time here today, please excuse us while we lift up the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Because there's no name like the name of Jesus. There's no name that can do what the name of Jesus can do. Amen. Amen. We are so glad that you are here today in this house. We thank you for spending your time with us here today. God is good. Amen. God is good. Again, if you are a guest, we're glad that you're here. Our pastor, he is um, not here today. Him and his family are on vacation, a much-needed vacation. They put in a lot of work here all the time, and uh, they're... they're on vacation, they'll be back. So uh, if you want to meet them, please come back next Sunday. Amen. Um, you want to be here when our pastor and uh, his wife and family are here. Amen. Amen. And, and like uh, Ted, Brother Ted Abbott and Sister Crystal Abbott mentioned earlier, we did have a group of people from our church and, and 11 others go to Costa Rica for 10 days. And we're glad that they made it back uh, safe. Amen. They had great. They had a great time uh, ministering to the people in Costa Rica. The people of Costa Rica uh, learned a whole lot. Um, 
just, just by attending seminars that were put on by members of our church, and we're glad that we were um, able to bless uh, the people over there in Costa Rica. Amen. But we are glad that they are back. Amen. Amen. So if you could turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, so today is going to be the second part of our, our Your Part Matters series. You matter. Everybody look at themselves, well, don't look at yourselves, but tell yourselves, might be a little difficult right now, but tell yourselves that you matter. Say, I matter. Amen. I matter. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we're going to start, we're going to start here at verse 12. For those of you who are wondering who's playing the keyboard, this is brother and sister Vaughn's son, Jacob. Jacob, and, and Lauren, his wife, is, is, is in the bathroom, but she'll be back in. Sorry for busting her out like that, but yeah, she's, <laughs> she, they're, uh, they, they live in Ohio, and uh, we're, we're working on them to get them to come down here too. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> you hear them sweet sounds over there. You, yeah. All right, so let's turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse, start at verse 12. If you don't have a Bible, you, you can look at the walls on there. But it says, For as the body is one, it hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, whether we be black or white. Come on. Can I keep going? <laughs> and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased him. You can set your Bible down and let's, uh, let's pray. Lord, we thank you again for who you are. We thank you again for what you've done. We thank you, Lord, for being in this house today. We pray that you will be done in this house today. We pray that you will touch somebody's life. We pray, Lord, that you will just rearrange and change somebody's life today before they leave this house. In Jesus, we give you all the glory, honor, and praise for you are worthy. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. So last week... Last week, we talked about, it was the first week of Your Part Matters, and we talked about what is your motive for doing what you do? What is your motive for doing what you do? And this week, we're going to talk about why your gifting is vital to the church. Why it's vital for you to operate in your gifting, in the gifting that God has given you. So we're going to put a video up on the screen here. You know, we were just uh, reading about a, a, a body. But if you see this video here, there's a person that's walking. And this person has been broken down a little bit, so you can exactly see 
what it takes to walk. Because a lot of times when we walk, we don't really think about all that goes into walking. You know, we just kind of, or I know I take it for granted until something hurts. And then I get over it. Then I'm like, man, I'm thank God for walking. Then I, for, you know, forget. But there's a lot of names here, a lot of parts of the body that, that uh, help us walk. You got the triceps surrey. Is there any uh, medical people in the house? Sister, Sister Petra? <laughs> Crystal, yep, yep. So you got the triceps surrey. You got your hamstrings. You got your uh, lilopsoas. Don't quote me on these. You got your quadriceps, your tibialis anterior, your gluteus maximus. And then you got your, yeah, it's the same on the other side. But you got all these muscles that are working together in order for the human body to walk. And a lot of times, again, we take it for granted because, it, you know, we, thankfully, we don't have to really think about it. We don't have to really think about it when we walk. We don't have to really think about it when we move our arms and, and when, we, when we move our fingers or when we move our eyes because it's all working together. It's all, it's all doing what it's supposed to do. It's all doing what it wants, what we want them to do. Now, let's say the knee doesn't want to do its part. Thank God that our body parts don't have a mind of its own. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like it. We like move, and it's like no. <laughs> when we wake up in the morning, hurry up! I gotta get up. The body said no. I don't feel like it. But let's say the knee doesn't want to do its part. Let's say the knee wanted to be the ear, and so it stopped functioning the way it's supposed to. I'm not even gonna try to break down how the knee is supposed to function because I don't know fully, but I know it has a, a function, right? But let's say it didn't want to do its function. Let's say it wanted to, to, to be the ear, and it wanted to listen to what everybody had to say, and it wanted to, to, to be the, the canal. I should have studied on this more. It wanted to be the canal for the sound waves to go through to, to the brain so we can process what was being said. We probably wouldn't be able to walk. You know, let's say the, the knee and the ear just made a deal. Hey, let's trade places today. All right, let's do it. And the ear was trying to be the knee. It probably wouldn't be, it wouldn't be able to hold me up, but it wouldn't be able to help us to walk. That's why it's vital for us as, as people in, in the body of Christ to operate the way that, the, that, that God wanted us to operate. It's vital that we operate in our, in our calling regardless of what it is, because, because that's why we're here. You know, we, we shouldn't say, man, I want to be like so-and-so, or oh, I wish I could do what so-and-so was doing, so I'm, you know, I'm going I'm to try to do that in, instead of what I'm called to do. No, you were called to do what you were called to do. And the body of Christ needs you to do what you were called to do in order for the body of Christ to move forward, in order for the body of Christ to reach the lost souls in this church, in this community. We must do our part. You know, there are some people, uh, 
man, uh, um, you know, Brother Ted and Brother Archie, you know, they be running sound, right? And they be saying all these terms, turn the fade up and, and crank the monitor or, or I don't know what that stuff means, you know? But it would be a disaster if I tried to go back there and run the sound because I wouldn't know what I'm doing, right? And, and who's with me, <laughs> you know? But that's why we stay away from the soundboard because we don't know what all that, those flashing lights and, you know, it, it looks good, looks pretty, but we don't know how to operate all that stuff. We can be trained, that's right. That's right. That's a whole nother story. But anyway, <clears throat> thankfully, our body, the parts of our body does what it's supposed to do. You know, my knee has never complained because it's not the brain or because it's not the arm or because it's not the eyes. My arm has never complained because it's not the foot, because it's not, you know, the toes or, or whatever. But they've faithfully done their part. There's times when they've been hurt. There's times when when the parts of my body didn't operate like it's supposed to because of injuries, you know, you know I, I tore my ACL about 15 years ago, right? And it, it just it, it didn't operate, right, because of, there was an injury. But it was fixed eventually, right? Took it to the doctor, got it fixed. I'm not going to tell you how I tore that, but, you know, took it to the doctor and got it fixed. But it's still operating the way it's supposed to operate. And unfortunately, you know, it's not, it's not unfortunately, but, you know, all of us have a mind to where we, we, can, we are able to think for ourselves, right? Right, Lauren? That's right. That's Lauren right there. She wasn't here when I called her out earlier. But we all have a mind to where we can think for ourselves. And, you know, there's times when we're here in the church <laughs> that we don't think that we're good enough to do, to, to be involved in the church. We, because of maybe, of, of, because of what we've done in the past, we don't think that we're good enough. We don't think that we belong in the church because of what we've done. The devil is a liar. Amen. You know why he doesn't want you to, he, why he wants you to think that way? It's because he doesn't want you a part of the body of Christ. He doesn't want you to do your function because he knows the more people that are involved, that are doing their part in the body of Christ, the more trouble he's in. Right? The more trouble he's in. If he can get, if he can try to get John Wayne to stop doing what John Wayne was created to do, he's trying. You, he may not be able to tell because John Wayne is, is, is always involved, but he's trying. He's trying to get him, he's trying to shut him down. And it's the same with all of us. He's trying to shut you down. If you are being involved, he's going to work on you that much harder. I know he's trying to shut me down. <laughs> you know, oh, the stuff that you've done in your past. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. It don't matter what you've done in your past. 
It don't matter because it's behind you. It's behind you. Oh, it was yesterday. It's the past. It doesn't matter how long ago it was. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. So don't let the devil stop you from being involved in the body of Christ. Don't let the devil stop you from performing what you're supposed to be doing in the body of Christ. Big Mike, God has something for your life. God has something for your life. Don't let the devil tell you otherwise. You spend about two minutes with him, you, 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 you'll be laughing. <laughs> oh, man, you'll be laughing. The Bible says that we were fearfully and wonderfully made. Fearfully. That means the, the God of the universe, God of the universe, took his time to create us. Took his time to mold us, to shape us. And the devil has the nerve to say that you don't belong. The devil has the audacity to say that you don't matter. The devil is a liar. And he knows, he knows he's lying. He knows he's a liar. That's the thing. But you matter. You know, your part matters. But even deeper than that, you matter. You matter. And there's hope. There's hope. You know, it's interesting that the most unique thing about each and every one of us is on our fingertips. <laughs> the thing that's the most different about all of us is on our fingertips. And so whenever we touch something. We're leaving our mark on that thing. That's why we have to do what we're supposed to do. Because we're all unique and all of us bring something different to the table. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I don't, it, it doesn't matter. You know, the devil, he's going to speak to you, but he's going to use others to speak to you, too. He's going to use others to try to bring you down and say that you don't matter, that you you just worthless, that you have no more hope. I'm here to tell you today, as long as you are living and as long as you are breathing, you have hope and you have a future. God is not through with you yet. God is not through with you yet. It doesn't matter what you've done. There might be some people who are involved, who, who are always doing things here at the church that may think that they don't have a future no more because of something that they are struggling with. I'm here to tell you today that you have a future and God is not through with you yet. Don't count yourself out. Don't disqualify yourself. I felt God tell me a, a while ago when I was praying, I've said this here before, but there's a, you know, there's a lot of addictions out there in the world, a lot of different types of addictions. 
But the addiction that really isn't talked about a lot is the addiction to doubt. I doubt I can do what God wants me to do. I doubt I will make it. We're always counting ourselves out. We're always speaking negative. We're always speaking uh, uh, negative words to, our li- to ourselves. I can't make it. I won't be able to make it. I have no more hope. That's why you see people committing suicide. Because they feel like they don't have no more hope. But the devil is a liar. It's time to start speaking to yourself. I wish somebody would start speaking to yourself and say, I can make it. I can make it. I will make it. I will make it in God. God has a plan for me. God isn't through with me yet. I am going to be everything that God wants me to be. Hallelujah. Before I leave this earth. Come on, somebody needs to put a smile on your face. Somebody needs to start smiling and start believing. Start waking up with confidence and saying, God is going to do something in my life. God is going to use, somebody say that. God is going to use me. Say, I do have a future in God. Do you believe it today? Amen. Mm. Let me tell you something. If God wanted to get rid of you, if you didn't have a future in God, he would have let you go a long time ago. He would have let you go a long time ago. But I'm here to tell you today that God has something for you. God has something for you. Mm. You just got to believe it. God can't force himself on you, but you got to open the door and you got to let him in. You got to believe it. If you could just hear the stories of some of the people in this house today that were just ready to throw in the towel, that was just ready to give up, that was just ready to call it quits, but God, but God. But God saved them. But God reeled them in. But God took them in. And now look at them today. Jesus' name. God has a hope for you. There's hope for you in God. There's some body parts that they don't know what the purpose of it is. They have no idea. Like your appendix. They try to say it has no function. I'm not a doctor, but I beg to differ. If it's in your body, it's there for a reason. They just ain't figured it out yet. Guys, don't throw something in there for no reason. You know? Like, seriously? Maybe I'm wrong, but I doubt it. (laughs) And it's just like some of you. God didn't put you here for no reason. You got a function. You have a part. You may say, well, I I haven't figured it out yet. I don't know what my, my function is. I don't know what my part is in the body of Christ. 
Just do whatever you can. You'll figure it out eventually. I promise you. You know, just, just start doing. Wherever you need, wherever you, wherever you need help, I'll do it. You know, if you need help in the parking lot, I'll be a parking lot attendant. If you need help ushering, I'll be an usher. If you need help greeting at the front door, I'll put a big smile on my face and make sure I, you know, I'm washed up and clean and, and looking presentable. That way when somebody comes in, you know, anyway. You know, if you need help, wherever you need help, if you need help taking pictures, I'll, I'll take pictures. You know, just get involved. Just get involved, and I guarantee you, you will find your part. You will find out what you're supposed to do in the body of Christ. But the key thing is you got to start. You got to put action. You got to go and do. Then you'll figure it out. I've never walked out this church by just thinking about it. Man, I wish I could get out of here. After church is over, of course, but man, you know, I wish I can just walk out of here. No, you know how I get out? I actually get up and do and go and walk. That's how I make it out of here. You know, the pastor says it all the time. If the building was on fire and you believed you were going to get out, but you never put any action to your beliefs, you're going to get burnt up. (laughs) You're gone. But most of us will actually get up and go. Um, so if, if you don't usually come to Louisville, I encourage you to do so tonight because uh, everybody who went to Costa Rica is going to give their testimony. Um, but there was one portion that I just want to share here. Um, you know, they were sitting, at, sitting and eating at a, a Mexican restaurant. I think it was on Sunday night. And there was Tuesday night, sorry. And it was hamburgers, not Mexican. See, I wasn't there, obviously. <laughs> And all of a sudden, there was an earthquake. They felt it. There's a 6.3 magnitude. Thank you. And they didn't just stay in that building. Well, most of them didn't. (laughs) Brother Vera just kept eating. An elder... (laughs) <laughs> but they got up and ran. Some of them even took their plate of food with them. <laughs> when the grumble in your stomach is more important than the grumble during an earthquake. I know I messed that up. But <laughs> yes. But they got up and ran out of that building. And it's the same way with being in the body of Christ. You're like, maybe you're like, man, I just don't know. I can't figure this out. I don't know what to do. You know, just start doing whatever. I guarantee you, and God's going to give you clarity on what you're supposed to be doing. God's going to open it up. And when you start operating in your function, you're going to feel fulfilled. You know why? Because that's why you're here on this earth. That's why you're here. It's not to, it's not to you know, make a lot of money or you know, be, have a really super successful career, you know? It's to operate the, the way that God wants you to operate. It's to do what God wants you to do. Now, if you, if, if, if you operating the way that God wants you to operate, if, you know, making a lot of money is a result of that, that's totally fine. Totally fine. 
You know, being successful in the, in, the, in, the, in the secular world as far as careers is a result of you being who God wants you to be. That's totally fine. But make sure that your number one priority is to do what God wants you to do. It's to fulfill your function. Because let me tell you, you will not feel fulfilled. You're going to feel like there's something missing. You're going, to feel, you're going to feel dry. You know, and it's easy to get distracted with the cares of life. I have to make sure that I don't let my work get in the way of God. Because it's, it would be easy for me to get distracted. It would be easy for me to put all my focus on something that's not going to matter when the Lord comes back. It would be easy. So i got to make sure that my focus stays on God. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to have money. It really is. But money isn't everything. It's not. It's not good. You can't buy your way to heaven. <clears throat> you can't buy your way to heaven. It don't matter how much money you got. You know, there's somebody in the Bible who tried to buy the Holy Ghost. You can't buy. It's free. Yeah, let me stop right there. The Holy Ghost is free. And if you don't have it, you can get it today before you leave the house, before you leave the church. You can get baptized in the name of Jesus before you leave this church today. <laughs> That's where you start. If you want to know where you start, you start here in this baptismal, and you, you can receive the Holy Ghost. We'll get back to that here in a little bit. Anyway, you just got to start. You're not an appendix. You have a function. That's, the appendix has a function, too. That's, ladies, they're still trying to figure it out. <clears throat> they have their theories, but they're not as confident as the, you know, the hand and stuff like that. <laughs> but I want everybody to tell themselves, I matter. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that? Say, I matter. Do you believe that God loves you? Do you believe that the creator of the universe cares about you? Do you believe that today? Do you believe that he knows the number of hairs on your head? Do you believe that he has your best interest in mind? He loves you. And for you to feel fulfilled, you have to fulfill what God, you have to fulfill God's purpose for your life. You can't, you can't go off and do your own thing because you are not going to be satisfied. You know, people, people have these, these holes in their heart, and they try to drink it away or smoke it away or club it away or whatever way they try to do it. They try to do different things. But when that high or when that adrenaline rush or whatever is over, hey, guess what? Man, that's still there. And so they have to keep doing it in order to temporarily fill that void or, 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 or get their mind off of that pain or that hole. But let me tell you today, fulfilling your function, fulfilling your part, fulfilling your purpose that God has for you is going to take care of that permanently. You don't have to mess up your body. You don't have to, you don't have to mess up your mind. You don't have to, to mess up your, you know, yeah, your body. It's that simple. It's that simple. You know, the Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. He's not. And it's, it's real simple. Fulfill God's purpose. 
fulfill God's purpose for you. What, what, why am I here? Some of you, you know, you may be here because, because <clears throat> I don't know, because of a one-night stand. And you may feel like, well, I'm just here by accident. You know, I wasn't meant to be. God, the devil is a liar. Everybody's supposed to be. Everybody's here is supposed to be here. And if you're in this church, you're here for a reason. You're here for a reason. If everybody will stay. <clears throat> Regardless of what you've done, hey, the, the body of Christ needs you. They need each and every one of you in this house. Each and every one of you are, are important, really important. Whether, whether you're on the stage or whether you're in the parking lot or whether you're, you're cleaning the bathrooms, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, you see a lot of these, these churches that are just huge, you know, and, and just really thriving churches. And we see, we hear about the, 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 you know, the pastor, you know, or, or the people that, that are on the stage or whatever. But, you know, those churches wouldn't be able to, to operate like they do if it wasn't for the people that you never hear about. If it wasn't for the people that work behind the scenes. And that's not just with churches. That's with any, a lot of, a lot of just businesses and, and just whatever. It's the people behind the scenes that really make that go. You know, look, if my brain still worked, but my legs and my arms stopped working, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I'm going to be sedentary, like not moving, right? Break that down. <laughs> and you know, and, and it's, the things, it's the things inside of your body that we don't always think about, that we don't always pay attention to, that really makes us go, Right? The brain, the heart, the, the, and all those, you know, I can't, can't even say the names, you know, but there's just a lot in our bodies that make us go. And they're vital. They're very important. Just like you. You're important. And so if everybody can just bow your heads, head and close your eyes. The Lord wants you to know that, that he loves you and that he cares for you. He hasn't given up on you. you know, I was praying one time and I said, Lord, don't give up on me. And I heard the Lord say, don't give up on me. <laughs> He's not going to give up on you. He loves you. He, he, he's done too much. He died for you on a cross. He's not going to give up on you, but he doesn't want you to give up on him. So if you've been struggling today or if you, if you feel like you don't know what your purpose is in life or, or whatever the case may be, I, I invite you to pray. I invite you to come to this altar. And God is here and God is ready to touch your mind. God is ready to change your mind. He's ready to change your thinking. He's ready to move on your heart. And if you haven't repented of your sins, that's a good start. Turning away from your sins. And if you haven't been baptized in the name of Jesus, that's a good start as well. 
going under the water, burying the old person that's done all that craziness, that's, that's just run amok, just burying that person under that watery grave and then coming out a new person. And God will, God will fill you with the Holy Ghost evidence by speaking in another language, by speaking in tongues, speaking in a language that you've never learned. And that's the power. That's power to die out to your old man. <laughs> to die out to that old person. And if you haven't been baptized, if you haven't received the Holy Ghost, we will baptize you today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. As the singers come right now, I invite you to this altar. God is here. I don't know if you feel it, but God is here. God is here in this place today. And he's ready to move on somebody's life. If you don't want to come to the altar, you can just stay at your seat. But I invite you to pray. Pray to God. I'm going to give my life to God. I'm going to, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm going to get over what I've done in my past. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let that hold me back, but I'm going to move forward in God. I'm going to do what I can in God because I want to know my purpose. I want to know my function. I want to know why I'm here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Maybe you've known your purpose, but it got, it's gotten a little cloudy. You've gotten distracted. You can rededicate your life back to God today. You don't have to leave with the cloudiness, but you can leave with clarity tonight or today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.